0: Welcome to VChat. I'm your guest, Rich Brambley. Here goes nothing.
1: Hello and welcome. Uh, this is the fourth edition of VChat, and uh, today we have a special guest, uh, Mr. Rich Brambley of uh, VMETC. Uh, my name is David Davis from Train Signal.
2: Hi, and uh, my name is Simon Seagrave from And Eric.
3: I'm uh, Eric Siebert from uh, vSphereLine.com. And,
1: uh, and
0: I'm well- Rich Brambley, thank you. Thanks for having me guys.
1: Thanks for being here, Rich. So um Rich, like I said, is our special guest. Um Rich's website is vmetc.com and um uh, most everybody has seen his uh, weekly podcast uh, called Virtue Mania and um uh, Rich recently went to work for uh Veeam. Um and uh we're going to talk more about that. Um so so, Rich, uh, you want to start off, and let's talk a little bit about VirtuMania. Um, How's that going? How's it sure. going, and, and what's it like doing it?
0: Oh, it's a, it's a blast. Um, it's a lot of work, a lot more work than I even anticipated. Um, but uh, it's been a blast, and um, you know, great uh, great guests and, and great conversation. And you know, if it, it always feels at the end, it always feels like you know the conversation I have with you guys when we're all together at a in an event or a conference, and uh, I think that's what's special about it, and I think that's I think that's why it resonates with a lot of people. But um, Mark Farley and Rick Vanover and uh, Greg Neerman was key in getting us started, and uh, so uh, we're having a lot of fun doing it. We really enjoy it.
1: So about how many shows have you done by now?
0: Uh, the next show next week will be episode 23.
1: Wow, that's cool. So um, I understand last night you participated in a, a special show. um on InfoSmack with uh, VMware CEO CEO Paul Moritz. Can you tell us about that?
0: Sure. Um, That was, uh, you know, Greg and Mark were, I was lucky enough to get invited by those guys to participate in that, but um, Scott uh, Sauer at VMware apparently reached out and sent sent an email to Paul, and Paul said yes, and it all came together, and uh, we had a brief time with him yesterday um, on the call. Um, I I think it will be out this coming sunday so depending on when this podcast comes out it may already be out or not or this video cast but uh yeah that was uh th- that was a uh, quite an opportunity and uh, quite a privilege to be part of that call it was great talking to paul um i wish we had more time with him and uh hopefully we'll get him back on again uh, one of these days did you get any uh, juicy details out of him <laughs> No we didn't I wouldn't say we got any juicy details but uh, there's definitely some good conversation and uh oh, good. made him made him laugh and uh, a couple times cool. and so so uh you guys look forward to that I don't want to let the cat out of the bag but uh, look forward to that uh a little bit later this weekend
3: so so uh I bet talking to Paul a little bit intimidating was it um how did you find the experience was it did you get comfortable after a while talking to him like he was one of the guys or was it kind of a and one of those things we were seeing a big figure like that, where you're kind of
0: intimidated and uh, maybe afraid to ask some of the the tough questions. I was definitely uh, nervous before the call. Um, once we got on the call, it was just like talking. I mean, you know, after I should say after about five or ten minutes, it was just like talking. Um, I tried to be uh, my normal self and kind of stretch an analogy there with him. I, I'm pretty sure I made him laugh. I can't wait to hear how that came out, yeah. but. Um, cool. But, you know, I really got the impression that, uh, that Paul's, Paul's one of the guys. And, uh, you know, I think his position doesn't allow him to do that. But I think, I think he, I genuinely think he enjoyed it. I I think he would have uh, liked to have stayed on longer. Um, but we'll see. Hopefully he'll come back. We'll see.
3: Oh, great. That sounds good. 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 That has to be a fantastic experience. I don't think he's ever really done that before. Has he been gone on a, a type of
0: podcast like that? No, he said it was his first. He said it was his first okay. uh, podcast ever. So, and and he ended uh, towards the end. He said it was uh, when we were talking about doing it again. He said it seemed to be an efficient way to to do things. So, you know, we'll see. Oh, good. We'll see. Yeah. At, um. Vienna
3: last year, they had uh, a press event. You had to have the, the press pass to get into it. But they had uh, kind of like an open Q and A with Paul. And uh, I think um, Simon, I think you went to that also. And uh, so basically, yeah. you could ask him any questions you want. Um, there was a lot of people in the press. He actually got a lot of stupid questions. I saw. That's just, you know, a lot of these people are just kind of reporters and that, you know, not really like bloggers and stuff like that. So, um, but that was kind of a more formal setting, you know, for asking questions and, and getting answers from them though. But, uh, I'm sure they'll probably do it at, at VMworld again this year.
0: Yeah, I think I, it was either last year or the year before I got to participate in one of those. But it was still uh, one of the big session rooms and it was probably a hundred or more people in there and, you know, a few. If you got a good spot up front, I'm sure you could you could talk to him. But I remember just kind of okay. sitting taking notes in the back, like it was a session kind of a thing. But but yeah, it was okay. definitely a once in a lifetime experience. Hopefully uh, hopefully it'll be more than once in a lifetime experience. But uh, it was a great experience and uh, definitely very appreciative of it. It's, it was a lot of fun and uh, I feel very lucky to be part of it.
3: Good. Now you need to get him on Twitter. He's not on Twitter. <laughs> you know, uh, Stephen Herod is and a lot of the other VMware or big wigs are, but Nepal isn't.
2: We, I uh, saw a lot we, of, speaking at Twitter there, I saw a lot of uh, really good questions flying around last night for for you guys to ask Paul. Uh, and uh, yeah, I can't wait to, uh, to to the episode comes out this weekend find what ones uh, find out what ones made it to, uh, through to the final cut.
0: Yeah, there were there were a lot of questions, uh, good questions and then there were a lot of uh, humorous questions that I don't think anybody had enough uh, <laughs> call to ask Paul, but uh, but yeah, we did our best. Um, you know we'll just have to wait and see which ones made it in but uh, and and to Eric's point about Twitter, uh, we did bring that up with him. Um, we asked him about uh, social media, so that's something to look forward to in the in the uh, podcast as well. Oh,
3: cool. I look forward to
0: hearing something. Yeah. When's the podcast come out, Rich? Greg uh, is targeting uh, for Sunday night. I think that's when InfoMac normally is Info released, hopefully you can <laughs> edit that out. But I think that's when InfoSmack normally is released, is Sunday night. So look for it either Sunday night or Monday morning. Awesome. Good. Definitely be looking out
2: for that.
0: Definitely. I mean, out of all the uh, podcasts. I listen to, I mean, a couple, InfoSmack
2: and Virtual Mania, uh, fantastic. You know, you guys do a great job with that. And, uh, you know, always have a real laugh, but at the same time, I le- learn a lot at the same time. Um, I like, always like to hear the, the uh, discussions and, uh, you know, the, the thoughts of you guys of, uh, of what's going on and using the different products. So, uh, yeah, you're doing a very good job around that,
0: and uh, definitely keep it up. appreciate that. Like I said, it's uh, – the, the, all they are, are just the conversations that we all have when we're together, right? It's shows and conferences and events, and – and it just—I'm glad that um, it's—it—it it, it seems to strike a chord with everybody, and so it's—you know—we're not doing anything different than what we normally do, and I'm glad it—I'm glad it—I'm—I'm I'm glad it comes across like it does. So thank you very much.
1: So Mania has gotten so big that you guys even now have T-shirts and mouse pads and everything <laughs> like that. Is that right?
0: <laughs> yes. There's a uh, there is a site. I, I need to uh, I need to write some posts. Uh, this uh, I've. Gotten away from posting on VMETC, other than uh, the posts around the podcast, but but yeah, we just uh, I was playing around last week with uh, with an online uh, with Cafe Press and created some uh, some logo T-shirts as well as a uh, Here Goes Nothing logo. So look for a post on VMETC.com uh, about that. But uh, we've got that, and I've got uh, I don't think you ha- I don't think you've seen you guys have seen yet. We've got the logo for the uh, VM Underground warm-up Party for VMworld. So Sunday night at the Thirsty Bear. I believe it's 7 to 10. Um, you know, Theron, uh, Connery, and Sean Clark, Brian Knutson. I believe Tom Howarth is involved this year. I'm probably forgetting somebody else. But uh, everybody on the VMUnderground.com, we're doing uh, the warm up party. And the theme this year is Warm Up Party as a Service. So, WUPAS, W U P A A S. <laughs> and uh, the, sh- the shirt is uh, Open Up a Can of whoopass. So, it's uh, <laughs> cool. you look for that, too. <laughs>
3: Fantastic. <laughs> That's great model. I-
2: and, and so, what, what what do we have to do to get an invite along to that, uh, Rich? Uh, is it a matter of just jumping on the uh, VM Underground website and uh, signing up, or is it a matter of just turning up on the day
0: early enough? Just yeah, just just uh, you know get to uh, you know VMworld starts on Monday this year, so make your travel plans, get to uh, San Francisco Sunday afternoon, and plenty of time. Um, it, it it there. I don't think there's going to be a registration. It's an open party, but Thirsty Bear only there's only so much space. So uh, try to get there and and get in. Um, I'm sure all you guys will know who to or know who and how to get in. But uh, as and, and anybody really, just just get there and um, you know knock on the door and come on in. Um, I thought I saw a tweet that said um, the uh, they're going to have
3: bracelets and that there's going to be invites and registration that was supposed to open up today.
0: Oh well, that that may be something that uh, that Theron and Sean have been doing that I'm okay. not in the loop on. So maybe. Oh, okay.
3: Okay, I have to check out the website to see what the, the update on that.
1: Yeah. And, and train signal is a sponsor of that party, so I, I might have some pull if you guys need some invites. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's better um, so matter of knowing us- the right people. <laughs> yeah. So tell us about Beam. What's going on with Beam? How do you like it? Yeah. There?
0: Oh, Great. oh, I'm loving it. Definitely keeping me busy. Um, I am now the senior systems engineer for the southeast, so I'm covering. If you're interested in Veeam between uh, Mississippi and Maryland and in the Caribbean, you know, reach out to me. Um, but uh, I'm working with a couple of reps here in the territory, and, um, you know, Veeam is doing great. We are, um, you know, we've got some big, big announcements we're making at uh, VMworld, so keep one eye on uh, at Veeam on Twitter, or as well as Veeam Up or Veeam.com. Um, new versions of uh, already great products like Backup and Monitor and Reporter and, our management pack, and uh, just uh, it's you know it's it's great. I'm loving it.
3: So, Rich, you were with a solution provider before that, right? Yes, out of Atlanta. Uh-huh. Um, how did you, did you find the jump from going to you know kind of that to you know to one of the vendors?
0: Definitely, um, definitely, definitely a jump. Um, not too, not too much of a stretch, though. It's uh, this is definitely a um, more of a, a pre-sales role. Um, I do do proof okay. of concepts for for some customers. But uh, at you know the, the, at the integrator or the or the VAR, I was uh, a little little bit more of an architect and a, an initial virtualization implementation engineer. Whereas uh, now you know we're, I'm focused on I guess uh, a different a different part of VI, right? The, uh, the managing, monitoring, backing up. Um, so it's it just kind of I guess you could say shifting from uh, one corner of the virtualization ecosphere to the other, right?
3: Okay. Yeah.
0: Do uh, you have to stay technical and all that stuff, play with all the, the latest stuff and everything else? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've spent yeah. Uh, been working from home thing. today. Yeah. And in between calls, I've been, you know, making sure that I've got the latest uh, vSphere 4.1, got to get it installed in the home lab and on the notebook and because, uh, you know, our products are for VMware environment. So, uh, uh, so, you know, I've got to stay on top of all that. So, absolutely.
3: So, I, heard, I thought I heard some talk earlier that uh, Veeam was going to go into some of the other like, uh, Hyper-V and stuff like that. So are you going to get involved in some of the Hyper-V stuff too, or are you going to stick with VMware?
0: So today we are all VMware. Um, we Even our product that integrates with Microsoft uh, SCOM, Operations Manager, so it's a management pack that allows okay. teams that, that, that are invested in Operations Manager to have visibility via the vSphere API. Um, but that is for VMware. Um, we are we we are now a gold partner. We were fast tracked by Microsoft as a gold partner because of the SCOM management pack, um, okay. and there is there is some roadmap discussions about um, releasing like a backup product or some of our some of our mostly around backup for uh, maybe Hyper V maybe in a year or so. Oh, okay. But uh, oh, cool. but Microsoft has definitely got the uh, management uh, and the uh, monitoring and the performance monitoring tools already covered for for theirs products. So. Yeah, um, you know, we definitely don't want to step on any toes there.
2: Okay. Cool. So, so, Rich, I so just wondering with the product range, any intentions to sort of branch out further past Microsoft's uh, past Microsoft Hyper V to, to Zen, for example?
0: Uh, no, there's no plans, no plans for for Zen today.
2: Right. Okay.
0: And uh, I've got another question for you. I mean, uh, making that transition
2: uh, from a, a solutions provider across to a vendor, I mean, I, I can relate to it, obviously. Uh, I've made the jump myself recently, around about the same time as yourself. H- have you found it with the blogging? Because uh, one thing I, I noticed and I was quite worried about with all these guys, especially with the, the you know, EMC, everyone joining uh, uh, ch- Chad's, uh, Chad's army out there was that these guys just disappear off the face of the earth for a while. I was a little bit worried that it might be, for example, EMC stifling blogging, which now now I'm on board. I know it's definitely not the case. You know, it's it's actually the reverse, I actually encourage you to. But it's more a case of you're just so busy now, you don't have time to blog as much as you uh, perhaps want to or perhaps did in the past just because of the uh, just the hectic lifestyle around a around new
0: position. It, it, that's something that I've found. Is
2: it something you've found as well with your new role?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I think it's... Uh... There's a combination of things going on with me that there's the whole, there's a life, life change, right? Not necessarily a lifestyle change, but a life change, you know, new employer, uh, new focus, and there's a learning curve involved with that. And then, uh, you know, just the sheer, you know, volume of, of stuff to do and stuff to learn and, and getting up to speed and, and traveling and all that stuff. And that, that certainly has taken its toll. And then, you know, the podcast, um, takes up, uh, you know, two or three days of the week as well between, you know, in and, in and around family and work. Um, but but the podcast has been, I, you know, I'm, I kind of wonder if it hadn't been for the podcast how many posts I would have been, how much posting on the blog I would be doing anyways. Um, and then and then there's the battle that I'm having. Um, I When I'm inspired to write a post, I you know, it always ends up being that it's around Veeam products because, you know, we're all passionate about what, what we're doing on a daily basis, right? And so... Um, so I, I, I'm trying to make the transition in myself to let VMETC become VMETC, right? I, I don't want—I don't know if that's a—that's a good thing or a bad thing. And uh, obviously, it's a good thing. It's—it's um, it's exciting. I think it's a good thing. But there's a little bit of history there with the blog, and so I, you know, I'm—I'm I'm going through this battle. Should I—should I write stuff and and have it posted on VME up, or should I—should I write stuff and and have and post it on VMETC, or should I even care? You know, so it's. I think it'll all work itself out. And then, you know, with BM World and the, you know, I did tech ed and the conferences and uh, V-Mugs, I'm doing a lot of V-Mugs, and uh, with all the travel and all the events, it's it's just, uh, you know, it's an adjustment, right? And and I'm sure sooner or later it'll level out and the schedule will level out a little bit for me, and then I'll have time to, you know, to write again on a regular basis, so.
2: Yeah. It's just something I've been very conscious of as well, because obviously, I mean, we're, we're all guys, at the end of the day, we love what we do, we love tech, you know, um... Irrelevant of vendors, you know, half the time it is. It's, but the, but the fact is, at the end of the day, that you know, we're going to blog, talk about the technologies we're dealing with at the time. So in my, in my case, for example, I'm dealing with the EMC products uh, more so than I ever have in the past. So, yeah, I've, I've had to try and manage that a little bit on my blog as well because I don't want to come at, come across as just being so uh, EMC-orientated. Or EMC but it's kind of kind of hard sometimes because you are dealing with those products on a day-to-day basis, you know, and uh, obviously, you know, enjoying the tech, um, you know, and enjoying the blogging at the same time. This will go hand in hand. So uh, I, I definitely understand what you're saying there. And, uh yeah, it's a it's a tough one to try and balance because it could be uh,
0: uh, misconceived by some people as to what you're trying to do with the blog. Yeah, and I, I I think you'll probably agree with me doing stuff like this, like the vchat that you guys are doing, mm-hmm. or Mania podcast. You're able to talk to people and what they're passionate about and what they're doing, and and that that seems to to do a good job filling filling the gap right now, and, and for me, and and hopefully for the readers, of, you know, of all of our blogs, you know, these things are. Are, we're essentially comp- accomplishing what we were accomplishing before. We're just doing it in a different media. And, I, and it's definitely exciting and, and good quality stuff. So hopefully it's coming across that way.
1: So, Rich, at, at VMworld, I'm talking about um, free tools, is, is what I'm actually speaking about. And so, like, I've got Veeam uh, Fast SCP in there, um, which I, I learned this week was actually the first product that Veeam ever released. Uh, and it was the, a free product. Um, and then I also learned this week that uh, Veeam's coming out with a new uh, reporter free edition. So, do you know anything about that?
0: Sure. Um, yeah, absolutely. Veeam was founded on Fast SCP. Um, it was released, and there, I believe there's been over 150,000 downloads of Fast SCP to date. It is, in fact, the, the engine for our backup and replication products still to this day. Um, every time we up update backup and replication we update uh, fast scp so it's it's still a it's always in in the top you know 10 free tools list um, you know so everybody should check that out it's a if you're familiar with win scp this is a a tool that uh, adds some compression and some scheduling to it and uh, allows you to manage uploads and downloads between your workstation and your esx host so everybody check that out but but uh, yeah, we, we released that and then uh, with some feedback developed backup and replication, and then of course Veeam has a, really has several other free products. We have um, the free version of Monitor, which uh, I just saw an email before I got on the uh, chat that um, Kendrick Coleman just did a chinwag with Mike Laverick, and I believe Kev- Kendrick named uh, that Veeam Monitor free version like the number three tool on his free list. So that's definitely something to check out. Um, of course, that's a that's a limited version compared to our, our full um, product, but it's essentially it's the performance tab of uh, Virtual Center, I like to say, on steroids. And then we, we combine everything from ESX top statistics to the ability to integrate with the vSphere client and open the console and control processes on the uh, VMs, etc. so uh, scheduled reports. So everybody should check that out, especially the free version. We have a version, a free version of our, our very popular reporter tool coming out, which, uh, if you've ever, if you've ever had to make a Visio for your uh, VMware infrastructure, this will, that'll automate that for you and even uh, populate the shape data. So everybody check out Veeam Reporter as well as our Business View Server. Our Business View Server is, uh, is a tool that, uh, Allows you to group your VMs in any way that you can imagine by topology, by application, by function, by users, um, by VI3 versus vSphere. Um, I've seen it used a whole bunch and then uh, that the free version will show you resource distribution um, per those groups you created and then that free version actually plugs into not only the free version of Monitor and Reporter, but but obviously the uh, full versions, and allows you to create reports and and alerts and and monitor based on those groups you create in Business View. So there's a lot of free stuff at Beam.com. Um, everybody should go check it out.
2: Cool, definitely. I think fast FastSCP mm-hmm. has to be yeah, uh, probably my all-time favorite free uh, tool for, to, for uh, ESX. Uh, definitely. I mean, the amount of times it's it's got me out of uh, out of a scrape just because of the sheer speed it can copy files, you know, between hosts. And uh, yeah, anyone out there who hasn't tried it before, definitely I recommend. Go and download it, try it out. Uh, you definitely won't regret it. Great, great YouTube,
0: and it's free. And it can't be free. Free tools are good. <laughs> we like free. <laughs> what else yeah. So, David, actually, you uh, you've got uh, in the latest Pro series of the train signal videos, you. You cover um, how to use uh, our whole suite of products. So you know while we're talking about the Veeam tools we should talk about the the train signal videos and um, you know everybody should check those out because uh, it really covers how to use them how to how to use monitor to uh, troubleshoot your VMware environment. Um, you know what else do you cover in there? you cover backup. you cover uh, do you cover reporter in there I believe you do.
1: Yeah, I cover reporter, monitor, um, backup, business view. Um, I've got a promo video on fast SCP. Um, and I'm really excited actually about VMworld because um, Veeam is going to be handing out uh, 500 copies of that Veeam training at the Veeam booth. Um, so that'll be a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, yes. Uh, the Veeam booth should be a lot of fun as well. We're going to daily, we'll be handing out uh, train signal videos as well as, um, I guess this is the first time we've said this publicly, but. Uh, The InfoSmack gang and the Virtual Mania gang, we're going to, on Wednesday at uh, 1 o'clock, we're going to have everybody there, Rick Vanover, myself, Mark Farley, um, hopefully David you'll be there, Um, um, Greg Neerman, if he makes it, you know, I think Greg's uh, trying to find uh, justification to get to the VMworld, so everybody listen to this, uh, tweet Greg or email Greg and tell him he needs to get out there, but uh, everybody who's there. You know, uh come to the Veeam booth on uh Wednesday around uh, end of lunch and uh and meet the InfoSmack gang. Awesome.
3: And the big uh Veeam Definitely party is
0: Tuesday this this year, isn't it, Veeamworld? Yes. Yep, uh, the thirsty bear. Um man the cool. thirsty bear does well when uh man, World's in town, don't they? <laughs> they sure do. So yeah. Um, yeah, if you haven't got it, that's an invitation only event, so if you don't have an invitation to the Veeam party, hit up your uh, channel rep or your or your uh, Veeam rep or your Veeam uh, SE and uh, get an invite, because that's definitely one not to miss as well. Cool. Look forward to it. The,
2: the other thing with Veeam, I always like on the stands, you guys have some great giveaways there. I mean, last year it was uh, Jason Boppy's, um V calendar. That was a fantastic calendar. I mean, I, I, that's been sitting on my desk all year, you know, with some of, like, candy tips and, uh, and everything. So... Uh, this year,
0: uh, David's uh, train signal video, so another good giveaway. I uh, look forward to it. Yeah, there's always something something to get or something to see at the Veeam booth, that's for sure. Hey,
2: so, Rich, tell us, have you got an iPad or an
0: iPhone? Yeah, I've got uh, – I had an iPod Touch, but uh, I've switched to the iPad now, and I'm loving it. You guys have yeah, iPads? That- Oh, definitely. Uh, we always end up to
2: uh, seem to speak, <laughs> end up talking about iPads or iPhones. We've noticed, so uh, we're kind we're of interested to find out, you know, how, how how the other guys out there are using it, useful applications or utilities that you've come across, or even games. You know, Um uh, so, so <laughs>
3: First one I bought on uh, there is uh, iBeer or iPeg. <laughs> uh, you can use it with the uh, the iPhone iBeer, and you can pour from one into the other.
0: Oh, that's pretty cool. Okay, gotta have that Completely complete pointless but pretty cool yeah <laughs> yeah I want that to be able to pour into into the my mouth <laughs> cool no so I, I got to ask you guys then if we're talking about iPads is the iPad a business tool or a media entertainment consumption device
3: now I keep hearing consumption and not creation on the iPad you know I, I still find it a bit difficult to type because there's no you know feedback on the keyboard and that. So for me, I, I, I mainly use it for, you know, just kind of you know, doing a lot of surfing, um, kind of catching up on things, stuff like that. Um, I, I've been wanting to try some of the more productivity applications to see if I can, you know, get some more a bit of more business use out of it. Um, I haven't tried that at word processor They have for it yet. But, um, you know, I, I just, with the iPhone, it was, was the same thing that the keyboard was just so hard to type on the iPhone. I know this one is bigger. But um, so for me, it's more pleasure and more social than any type of business thing. But you know, I, I know there's more apps coming out, and I'd love to see that change at some point when, uh, you know, some of the killer apps come to the iPad that are, you know, are usable and, and valuable for a business environment.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. So, so Simon, I know EMC has, has been publicly using the iPad to, to do presentations and stuff. Do you, do you have one? Or are you using it with work?
2: Yeah, I mean, I bought my own one when I was uh, across uh, the EMC world uh, just because it was cheaper in the U.S. And, um, yeah, I, I haven't, haven't been using it for business yet. I'd, I'd very much like to from our email. Um, but uh, over in the U.K., we, we get issued with Blackberries as opposed to iPhones. So I need, a, uh, I need to change my um, back-end sync accounts from a BlackBerry uh, sync across to an iPhone. Uh, which I haven't done yet. Um, I, I hope to in time, in which case I'll start picking up my work emails on there. Um, I have downloaded Keynote and, uh, I have loaded up all my different presentations. Uh, but I'll be honest with you, I've been a little bit embarrassed to bring it out in a meeting, uh, to actually start using it because it's, I don't know, I th- I still think it's got that poser, poser, um, Sort of qualities that are potentially you know in the eyes of some people you know if you bring out a you know little iPad put it on the desk and start doing your presentation, uh, so I've been a little bit apprehensive to use it for that, but some um, yeah I mean my, my, my PowerPoint slide, slide decks work fine on there um, so you yeah, but maybe in time if I see a few few other people start doing it, I'll probably start using it. I, I know the other V specialists over in the US they're, they're quite heavy users of it uh, and they use it to, for their emails and uh, all sorts of things. Um, one thing I found very good for is actually for, for viewing PDFs on uh, technical PDFs, uh, reference architectures, things like that. Um, so something I was doing with my Kindle DX before. Um, the screen's pretty good on the DX, but I actually find the the, the iPad screen, you know, much much better for uh, for, for, for diagrams and schematics, and uh, for example. But uh, yeah, I mean, the, the other thing is very good clients, uh, the wise clients for uh, conferences. Um, conference calls. Uh, I use that a lot as well. So, yeah, yeah, out of everything, that that is probably all I use for, uh, for the business application.
3: I actually installed Dropbox on in mine, and uh, I found it's real handy for, you know, all the files that are in my Dropbox account. I can just, you know, Download them to the iPad by making them a favorite and that. And, uh, so it's great for that where, you know, I kind of have the, the cloud access to pull any of my documents down. For VMworld, I bet it's going to be great because they publish a lot of the maps, all those documents, Um, where you can just put them on your iPad. And the PDF reader, I got the, the good reader. Which is one of the better PDF readers. Uh, works real well. It's um, pretty quick and allows you to do a lot of different, you know, scaling and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I think it's for VMworld. It'll probably be pretty handy to keep up on, you know, tweets, email, um, all the documentation, all that stuff like that. So, it's uh, definitely a yeah, uh, you know,
2: pretty handy device. I think it's probably going to end up being uh, the weapon of choice at VMworld this year. We're going to see a lot of geeks, yeah. sort of, uh, <laughs> including myself, I'll put myself in that category, uh, walking around with iPads uh, just because they're, you know, they're nice and light as well. But what about yourself, Rich? Uh, how, how much do you use your, uh, your iPad? Do you use it for work or pleasure? And what, what about within Veeam? Are
0: many guys within Veeam using using the iPad? I haven't seen many guys at Veeam using the iPad yet. Um, I am definitely – I bought it. Kind of to test it to see if I could use it for work. Um, I would still say that I lean towards it being an entertainment device. Um, I definitely have the I have Kindle for the iPad. I have GoodReader as well, um, but I'm slowly starting to find more and more use for it. Um, GoodReader is is I found is is great not just for for reading the PDFs, but you can connect GoodReader to your Dropbox. You can connect GoodReader to Google Docs. You can uh, you can turn on Wi. I got the Wi-Fi version. Um, I bought my HTC Evo because it's a hotspot and I bought iPad at the same time, you know, with the two in mind so that I could, uh, have, you know, internet access anywhere. But you can create, um, you can turn the good reader in as an IP address or basically as a web dab directory on your Wi-Fi network and you can transfer files between. Um, so I've been doing, I don't have keynote yet, but it's good to hear that it sounds like keynote's worth the, the $10 to buy it. Um, so, That's but I, but. There's definitely some usability of PowerPoint presentations from Goodreader as well. Some of the background stuff and, and of course, animations don't come out well, so sometimes you have to modify your PowerPoint presentation. But um, I've yet to pull it out and do a demo in front of a customer. But I I tell you, the last two um, VMware Express events I went to this week, I, I didn't walk in. I left my notebook in the car, and I just walked in with the iPad ready to do it for business consumption as opposed to entertainment consumption. But I use it like crazy for entertainment. I've got I've got several games. I take advantage of Netflix. I rent videos and take them with me on the plane. Um, and it amazes me. I'm sure you guys are the same way. The iPad continues to be, if you want to meet strangers, buy an iPad and take it out in public because I don't care if you're in line at the TSA security point. <laughs> If you're at a restaurant and you're reading email, the, I mean, everybody from the waitress to the security people to the guy sitting next to you on the plane, they're going to ask you, what is that, you know, <laughs> ask you how to do something with it, is it, can it replace a PC? I mean, you want to meet people, forget a puppy or a little baby, get an iPad, and you're going to meet all kinds of people.
2: <laughs>
3: so what's your favorite game on the iPad?
0: My favorite game this week is, uh, I downloaded, I play a lot with the boys, right? So we've got Batman Lego, and I've got Iron Man oh, 2. Okay. I've got, you know, actually what I've been, what dad's been doing the most after the kids go to sleep, there's a free app by Adobe called Adobe Ideas, and it's, uh, i recently bought a stylus for the iPad, too, thinking that would help, um, you know, with note-taking and stuff, but o- Adobe Ideas is kind of like a, it could be a whiteboard or a drawing app, but what you can also do is you can take a, a photograph and add it as a base layer, so today is the opening day for the preseason for the Atlanta Falcons, going to the game tonight, so last night... I got a picture of uh, Matt Ryan, the quarterback for the Falcons, and uh, and I basically drew on top of that and then, you know, dropped the picture out and then colored it in, and, you know, my boys are all proud of Dad because I could draw Matt Ryan, but they don't, they don't oh, know, cool. them, they know the rules. Real- yeah, <laughs> and I'll get my my one other um, disrelated uh, app to check out, is uh, and I believe it's like $5, is, a, is an app called Audio Note. Anybody use Audio Note here on the call? Yeah. No, no yeah, it's, it's it's like, like, I'm seeing it's a like a voice from
2: I'm from the Dragon dictation.
0: I got Dragon Dictation too but memos, what,
3: which is kind of a is basically a recording app for audio then
0: Yeah so it's a recording app for audio that lets you take notes whether you want to type them or whether you want to draw but what's really cool about it is it syncs with the audio so if you if you record a session say at VMworld and it's 45 minutes long and you in the middle of it they're talking about uh you know, I-O-D-R-S or something, and you make a note about I R D R S. when you click on that note, it goes right to that point in the recording so that you All can right. listen to the recording from that point. Yeah, so it's pretty cool, and, you know, it lets you, you know, you can diagram that whiteboard, the uh, your ESX architecture right there on it and stuff too. So, yeah, it's very cool. Check that, it out. That's
2: very that's similar to the live scroll pins
0: I've seen out there but you've got to have the special paper
2: that you can actually write. And whilst you write, it's actually uh, recording the audio as to what's happening in the room. Then you can go back later, actually, point the pen on a particular word within your no- your, with your written notes, and it actually starts playing back the audio from that point in time. So it sounds very similar oh, to yeah. that, other than that. I've used that before, and that's, that, that's very good. Very, very useful indeed.
0: Yeah. Huh. What was that? Audio note. Audio note. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. There's a free version. The free version, if you check it out, the light version lets you record up to 10 minutes of audio. So you can kind of wade into the shallow end. Oh, Remember?
2: cool. That's, that's David, cool. you don't Everybody have
0: one? To
1: check out. No, I've, I've got an iPad, and um, unfortunately the number one played app on the iP- on my iPad is Monkey Play School Lunchbox by my year-and-a-half-old <laughs> <laughs> year son. <laughs> and he, he uses the iPad more than I do. <laughs> but I'm trying to use it more for... Um, I've imported a lot of PDFs into iBooks, and it makes a really nice, you know, book reader. Um, I was playing. There's a game on there called Modern Conflict, which is is pretty cool. Um, I'm just amazed at the speed and just how fast it is. I just hope that at VMworld this year that they have, you know, some good Wi-Fi, and I can actually use use the iPad. So.
0: Well, if they got That's if they got thing. 4G, if they got 4G, find me, and I'll give you the uh, the password uh. <laughs> to uh, to my to my HTC Evo. Okay.
1: There you go. That's one thing I'm. Uh,
3: I've been a bit disappointed in is um, the lack of e-books, you know, there's so many books in the world, and the lack of the ones that actually make it as e-books seems to be um, not very good, and I've, I've looked at a lot of my, the books that are kind of my favorites now, a lot of maybe science fiction, fantasy type books, and I've, I've looked through the, you know, the Apple store, the Kindle, Barnes and Nobles, and it's just very, very limited selection of, of those books, and that, so I was kind of disappointed in that, because I really wanted to use this as a, or try it out as an e-book reader, and uh, I just really couldn't find a lot of the books I wanted, though, in the stores.
0: Yeah, I, I'll I'll agree with that, and I'll I'll even extend that to uh, magazines. I'll, I'll tell you what's been frustrating to me is that the magazines that I subscribe to in print, you know, Men's Health, uh, Sports Illustrated, and even some of the technical ones, um, EWeek, you can get an electronic version of it. Information Week, you can get an electronic version of it. I'm not sure um, Virtualization Review if you can get it electronically or not. But even those guys, it's not. Uh, straightforward how to get them and how to get them onto the iPad. And what's really yeah. frustrating is about the Sports Illustrateds and the Men's Health, you can have the print subscription, but they're not going to let you get the digital subscription for free, and they want to charge as much. They want to charge $7, $8 a, an issue, and, um, you know, come on, people. If you're listening, yeah. you know, give me give me your magazine digitally for a dollar, and you're going to make a million dollars, you know, real fast. So. Exactly. <laughs> that makes sense.
1: Well, well, this is some awesome stuff, Rich. I really appreciate you being on, um, Simon, Eric. You guys have any more questions for Rich?
3: Um, hey, when are you gonna finish that basement? <laughs> <laughs>
0: hey, buy some more Beam software. Help me finish this basement. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I get you some drywall there. <laughs> That's right. I think next time we we'll see it, it'll probably be turned into a small recording studio. I reckon uh, for your podcast. I'm, I'm guessing. I'll, I'll, I'll paint the wall. data center. I'll paint the walls ugly green. You guys help me do it. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Go. Uh, look forward to seeing it.
1: Well, thanks for being on, Rich. This has been a real honor. Um, I'm a longtime fan of you know VMETC and VirtuMania, so you know it's great having you on the the VChat this week. Um, Simon, Eric, thanks for participating. It's been a lot of fun. Thanks a lot. Hey,
0: thank Josh. you. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me on. See you at VM World.
1: See you. At VMworld.
0: See you. Yeah, we'll Say we'll Cheers.